Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 324 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for the opportunity to read your word and learn more about you. Help us learn more about you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what Jesus is teaching in Luke chapter 13. He is teaching repentance. He deeply desired that his people would repent and be saved by him. We read about people who were killed by Pilate's hand. They were offering sacrifices when they were killed, so the word says their blood was mixed with their sacrifices of blood. Jesus points out that they did not die because they were worse sinners than anyone, and he encourages the people to repent and be saved. Then he tells the parable of the fig tree with no fruit. The Jewish nation is like the fig tree. God planted them, but they had no fruit. In this parable, Jesus is the vine dresser, asking God for more time to water and feed the people until a final decision is made. He talks about the kingdom of heaven. In verse 19, he says, It is like a grain of a mustard seed which a man took and planted in his garden, and it grew and became a tree, and the wild birds found shelter and roosted and nested in its branches. We, the Gentiles, are the wild birds who find shelter. God has chosen us to know him. We are grafted into his fold and can be thankful that his grace covers us. Jesus tells us to strive to enter the kingdom through the narrow door. As we read the word, let us ask God to continue to mold and shape us, teach us about him, and help us be obedient to him. May we strive to go through that narrow door. Then Jesus is warned that Herod wants to kill him. Even with the threat on his life, he continues his mission. Jesus never backed down. He was determined to fulfill his mission of saving us. Let us ask God for the courage, strength, and stamina to push forward into the plans he has for us, the mission he has for us. In Revelation chapter 4, John is invited to see the future. This chapter shows us the glory of God and how he is praised in heaven. John sees God, but not as a person like someone we would see. He saw God as crystalline bright like a jasper. Jasper is transparent, allowing light to flow through it continually. He saw fiery red like a stone, the red signifying justice. And he saw an emerald rainbow encircling the throne, signifying the promise and covenant God made long ago with Noah. God's power is shown through lightning and thunder going out from his throne. His Holy Spirit shone through seven torches, the seven spirits of God. A glassy sea was in front of the throne, and four living creatures were around the throne. Verse 8 tells us they continually say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and who is and who is to come. Twenty-four other thrones surrounded the throne of God, and twenty-four elders of the heavenly Sanhedrin occupied these seats. Whenever the four beings praised God, the twenty-four would fall before God, throw their crowns before the throne, and say, Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive the glory and honor and dominion, for you created all things. By your will they were brought into being and were created. This is the kind of honor and glory given to our God in heaven. Every time I read this, I know I should offer greater honor and praise to the Lord. May we all offer God the praise and worship he is due. Let's see what Ezekiel is writing in chapter 35. God speaks a word against Edom. The Edomites descended from Esau, while the Israelites descended from Jacob. They had long been enemies of one another. 
the Edomites wanted the Israelites' land. It was lush and green, and they had tried to stop the Israelites from having it long ago. As they saw the Assyrians and then the Babylonians take God's people into exile, they thought the time was right for them to go in and take the land. They were always against the Israelites, so they were also against God. God planned to destroy the Edomites and their land, and he did. No less than three times in this chapter, the Lord said, then they shall know, understand, and realize that I am the Lord. May we continue to grow in our reverence for God. In chapter 36, we read about God's jealousy of the land of his people. Other nations desired their land and talked about devouring it and taking it for themselves. Their actions were against God and made him wildly jealous. So he gave Ezekiel these prophetic words against the enemies of Israel and Judah. God promised suffering for the nations that surrounded Israel. He also promised good things for his people. Verse 9 says, For behold, I am for you, and I will turn to you, and you shall be tilled and sown. He promised to bless them more in the future than they had ever been blessed. First, they would have to suffer for their evil ways, but then the Lord would bring them back together and bless them. He made sure the people knew that it wasn't for their sake he planned to bless them. It was for his name's sake. When he gathered them back together, he planned to purify them and give them a new covenant through his son Jesus. He promised to provide them with a new heart and put his spirit within them. We are all partakers in God's promises here. May we praise him for making a way for us to be seen as cleansed, purified, and holy in his sight. Let's see what we can learn from Psalm 143. This psalm is written by David and is part of a series of seven penitential psalms. David is praying and asking God not to judge him harshly. He remembers all that God had done for him. He often wrote phrases like this and by it shows us how to do the same. He repeatedly reminds us to remember what God has already done for us, especially when we experience difficulties. He also writes that he thirsts after the Lord. May our hearts desire God as David did. Every time we pour a glass of water today, may we remember to thirst for God. Verse 10 says, teach me to do your will for you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me into a level country and into the land of uprightness. May this be our prayer as well. Let us pray. O oh Lord, we praise your holy name. You are greatly to be praised because you are holy. Thank you for showing us your power through your son, King David, and the vision you gave John. Help us know you are walking with us and let us experience your power as your spirit is within us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.